Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Wednesday. It's a Wing It Wednesday. So here's what we're going to do. We, uh, we're giving away 11 wings every 11 minutes for the duration of every Wednesday show. So we need you to start lighting up those phone lines. Call us right now, 406-1029. Excuse me, I forgot the first part. 406 888 888-1029. Every single one of you that gets through, we're going to give away five sets of 11 wings right now. 406-888-1029. Call us right now. We got 11 wings the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill as part of our 11th anniversary celebration all February here uh, in uh, at, at ESPN Radio. How's now ESPN Radio? We got a rivalry game coming up times two in Bozeman, Montana on Saturday. Very much looking forward to it. Montana at Montana State. Women's hoops tips at 2 p.m. And the men tip at 7 p.m. We're joined now by Montana State head coach Danny Sprinkle. Coach Sprinks, thanks so much for joining us, man. Uh, how, does, uh, how does it feel when it turns into uh, the rivalry week? How, how does your mindset change, or does it at all? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, you know, not really. I mean, you're just you're so focused during the season, just going from scout to scout and just worrying about your team getting better and, you know, cleaning up. You know, we have a lot of stuff we have to clean up, you know, from last weekend and, and the weekend before that. So, you know, the one thing it does with only one game this week, it gives you a little extra practice time to, to kind of hopefully clean some of those things up, uh, you know, and, you know, clean some of the things up from our previous game with them. The art of, of doing well in the Big Sky Conference, so much of it comes down to, when you lose, because you're likely not going to go undefeated, you might stub your toe once, twice, three times, whatever it might be. How do you respond then? How do you bounce back? How do you come off of a loss? And you guys suffered your first loss a little while on Thursday uh, at Weaver State, but then bounced back for what was a hard-earned loss, uh, hard-earned win against Idaho State. So, I mean, what did you think of your team's ability to bounce back, especially on the road? Yeah, no, I was I was proud of them, you know, especially against a you know a tough physical Idaho State team that you know limits possessions and and you got to be you got to be disciplined to beat them, you know, especially down there. Uh, you know, I mean, two or three turnovers or quick shots in a game like that, you know, will cost you a game in our league. And so, you know, I was proud of our our guys and kind of their mindset and and you know, I thought I thought we played hard. You know, I thought, you know, for the most part against Weber, you know, there was a there was a twelve minute stretch where we only scored four points. We still had some good looks, you know, but also, you know, I thought Weber, I thought Weber played harder than us in the second half. And so, you know, that's, that's an issue uh, that we had to clean up. And, you know, I thought we did on Saturday and we're going to have to, we're going to have to continue to, to clean that up. And we can't have those dry spells uh, where even if we are not making shots, that it's affecting our defense. And I felt like it did in that second half of Weber. Now here we are coming down the stretch, uh, just a handful of conference games left before we get to Boise, Idaho for the Big Sky Conference Tournament. What's been maybe the most surprising or challenging part about the Big Sky Conference so far this year? Yeah, it's just, I mean, every team is so dang good. You know, like, 
if you don't show up, you know, like we've said on this, on this, you know, telecast before, like you're going to get beat by 20. You're not just going to lose. Like if you don't show up and, and compete and play the right way, like you're going to lose by 20 and it doesn't matter if you're home or away. And so, you know, you have to constantly be improving because, you know, the coaching's tremendous in this league and they're going to, they're going to exploit your, your players' weaknesses. They're going to exploit your team's weaknesses, your coaching, everything. And so, you know, you got to be on task and, and you got to kind of have that mindset of improvement where, you know, no matter what's going on, you have to, you have to show up that for Thursday or Saturday night. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think this year's probably as strong as ever in, in the big sky. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Danny Sprinkle joining us, Montana State head men's basketball coach. And uh, I want to ask you just one more question about last week before we get into this rivalry. Uh, interesting to watch uh, Debril Bello, the reigning MVP of the league, uh, struggle for the first time in a really long time. But then also fascinating to watch Great Osabar step up and, and really fill uh, those numbers and, and just fill in sort of from a variety of different perspectives. So uh, just talk, tell us about that give and take, because I, I heard your postgame show, and I thought it was a great comment you made about how many times Jabril Bellows carried the day. And so uh, maybe maybe he's owed it a little bit uh, for how good he's been for you guys over the last couple of years. So what would you think of just that give and take and Great's ability to, to step up and fill that void? Yeah, you know, I thought I thought it started with Great on on Friday when we arrived to Pocatello and we came to practice. He was the one voice that was booming in the, in the gym for our practice, and and we needed that. And like I said, I needed that, you know, because I was not very happy with our effort in that second half at Weber. And I made sure the guys knew that Friday morning in film. And I thought Great did a tremendous job bringing everybody kind of back and bringing the energy into practice, um, which is awesome for a sophomore to do that. And then it carried over into shoot around. You know, great was the same exact way. And it's no coincidence he played like he did. You know, it was one of his, it, it was, might have been his best game as a Bobcat. And he's had some good ones in his two years. But from an energy and an effort standpoint, you know, he kept a ton of balls alive going to the offensive glass and, and making extra multiple efforts, you know, defensively blocking shots. And uh, we're going to need that, you know, especially on Saturday with you know, how talented Montana is, you know, especially with their bigs. You know, he's going to have to guard on the perimeter and down low. And, you know, but that's that's my expectation for great is he, he I need you to play like that every game now. You've shown you can do it. Now, you know, be consistent with that effort, and those multiple efforts and, and playing with that energy and fire. Montana at Montana State rivalry edition, 7 p.m. from Bozeman, Montana. Danny Sprinkle joining us here on Nuanas now. 67-64, Montana State won in Missoula. Last time these two teams squared off a little bit less than a month ago. Uh, Coach, what do you remember about the game, and is there any anything that translates from that to this week that you want to carry over? Yeah, you know, I thought I thought we played really well, you know, the first, you know, probably 33, 34 minutes. And then I thought, you know, kind of the last six minutes until the last, the very last minute, you know, I thought they played harder than us. You know, I thought they made they made some extra effort plays and they played desperate. And we let our guard down a little bit. And I showed the guys the film of that. You know, we can't, you know, they're too good a team to, first off, you can't let anybody out effort you. And, you know, no matter what the lead is or if you're down, like we have to stay consistent with our effort, our defensive mindset. Offensively, it's going to take care of itself. You know, Montana, they're going to make you work to, to make tough shots, you know, and we made some tough shots, but so did they. And, uh, but I thought, you know, from a discipline standpoint, you know, we, we had a lot of stuff that we did not do well in that first game, um, that we need to clean up if we want to be successful on Saturday. 
Montana's been a fascinating analysis this year. I was at their game when they uh, laid it on South Dakota State, who's one of the better mid-majors in this part of the country. And then the tough start to conference play was sort of perplexing, but a lot of that came with a lot of close losses. And now here the Grizzlies are coming to this rivalry game. They haven't lost yet this month, and they're on a five-game winning streak. So uh, when you're breaking them down, I mean, how do you think that they've turned the corner? What have you seen just in terms of the uh, the turning losses into wins? Yeah, they're they're, just, they're playing free. You know, they do a really good job moving the basketball and and uh, you know and their body movement and ball movement. You know, I think I think that's really helped. You know, their offense has always been good, but I think they're they're doing a really good job moving the basketball. You know, I think Moody's playing as good as anybody in the league right now, playing with tremendous confidence. And Deshaun Thomas, you know, those guys are playing really well. You know, and Whitney, he's going to do what he does. You know, he's strong. He drives the ball to the rim. Uh, you know, rebounds his own misses and, and does a really good job of that. And, you know, and Bannon's Bannon, you know, one of the more talented players in the league. Uh, and obviously, you know, I expect him to, you know, come out with some fire in him and, and being really aggressive because he didn't probably play up to his standard the first game. And so, you know, we, and also Lon L. Martin, you know, I mean, they're, they're starting fives all, you know, he's shooting the ball at an extremely high level. Uh, I believe they're leading the, the big sky in three point three-pointers made and maybe percentage and so you know anytime you're making shots uh you're dangerous and it helps your defense and so we have to do a tremendous job you know guarding the three-point line but also you know establishing establishing some physicality down there in the paint too defensively big sky has always been known as a high scoring league and the three-point shot has always been a big part of the reputation of the big sky well montana they're doing a little different than a lot of teams have in the past especially with the fact that they got these sort of pick-and-pop bigs. I mean, Deshaun Thomas is, like, starting at the five, but he's one of their better three-point shooters. So is it is it kind of a, a mental transition for your guys to realize, say, it's kind of like the inverse, right? The point guard doesn't really shoot it that much. It's the center that maybe shoots it a little bit more. Well, it is, and it's just kind of the game nowadays. Right. You know, obviously, we, we don't play that game, but it's, you know, like when you have guys like Bannon and Deshaun Thomas, like, it puts your defense in a predicament. You know, now you got, you know, Jabril Bellow and Great having to, guard in in space and guard on the perimeter um you know and so you know we and there our guys are capable of doing it and i thought we did a pretty good job of it last game we had you know we had a couple breakdowns where we gave thomas you know shots where you know yeah we want to be in the gap but we still don't want to let him catch and shoot and uh you know like he did on the last one with a minute left where it was a huge shot that he made and and luckily we countered and got a three-point play that that helped us win Montana State head men's basketball coach Danny Sprinkle here on Nuanas now. His team hosts Montana on Saturday, Bozeman, Montana, from Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. Coach, last question for you, then. What are the keys for your team if you're going to come up with a rivalry victory and a rivalry sweep against the Grizzlies? Yeah, you know, you know we got to have that defensive mindset. You know, we got to have a toughness and edge to us. You know, edge to us that, you know, 50 50. These games usually come down to little 50 50 plays. I shouldn't say little, but, you know, the fit, the, the long rebounds, the, you know, extra possessions, not giving up a three. You know, I think they hit two or three threes off long offensive rebounds last game. You know, we lost Moody a couple times. You can't lose him. He's playing too good and he's just an elite shooter. And, you know, if you do that, it's going to cost you. And so, you know, we have to do a tremendous job on the defensive side. And offensively, you know, we got to play with more pace. Uh, we got to play with more pace, play with more physicality, and establish the post. And uh, and when if they do come down and double or they pack the paint, you know, our guys got to be ready to stop in and knock down some threes because we're getting we're getting wide open looks, and it's only a matter of time before we make twelve or thirteen threes in a game. Montana State men's hoops 
Coach Danny Sprinkle here on ESPN Radio. Coach, appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday, and uh, best of luck this week. You got it, brother. Go Cats. Danny Sprinkle here on Nuanez Now, part of our ESPN Roundtable, which is presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula, Montana, Montana State, in Bozeman, Saturday evening, 7 p.m. tip time. I almost said kick time. Football mode already. Super Bowl descended. I'm already sad. Regardless, uh, the men's game tips at 7 p.m. And uh, Coach Sprinkle looking for uh, his third victory in the last four rivalry games against Montana. It'll be the first time the Cats have swept the Grizz uh, in more than a decade. It's one of the last things that I think Sprinkle uh, could check off from his resume. Uh, You know, he, he led Montana State to their first regular season Big Sky title in 20 years, their first NCAA tournament in 26 years. And uh, snapped a losing streak to the Grizz last year when they won in Bozeman. Snapped an 11-year losing streak when they won in Missoula earlier this year. So the sweep, one of the last things that Sprinkle has not accomplished in his fourth year leading his alma mater. On the other side of things, Montana, one of the hottest teams in the Big Sky Conference. They won five in a row entering the rivalry game. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Our ESPN Roundtable continues with a conversation with Montana head men's basketball coach Travis DeCure. This interview from earlier this week. Coach, your team's won five in a row now coming into the rivalry game. Your last loss was to Montana State. So what's been going well as of late? How's the week been so far? It's been a good week. Um, energetic practice yesterday. I can, I can feel... Where our guys' heads are right now, I think they're excited about getting in and breaking a sweat today. Um, we've been playing the right way. We've had a, a, a stretch two weeks now of playing basketball the right way, playing together, um, and emotionally being attached to the game. And if we can continue with that, I think we'll continue to play good basketball. I, I don't know that how long the streak will go, um, but for me, I'm more concerned about how often we play well as opposed to our streak. Losses to MSU and then SAC were the last losses, and since then a lot of games since the last time you saw the Bobcats. So I mean, but when you look at them, what's maybe changed in the last six games since you guys last saw them? Nothing. No, uh, <laughs> they play different against us than they played against everyone else in conference. They started big. Some of the schemes um, that they did offensively were things we hadn't seen on film. Um, I, I think when you've got the two teams, one and two, in terms of points allowed defensively, you tend to do different things against those teams offensively. So I would expect them to pull a rabbit out of the hat this Saturday again, and we're going to have to adjust uh, game time to what those changes are. You talked earlier in the year about building trust, and then you talked this last weekend about how you guys finally trust each other. What was the biggest uh, transition to, to build that trust amongst this team? Embarrassment. You know, I, I think scoring 48 points. Um, I, I think humility is the best way to get someone's attention. You don't wish that on yourself. Um, I would never want to experience that again with the team. But we had everyone's undivided attention. But they, more importantly, they had each other's attention. And so when guys spoke up about how they felt about where we were and how we were playing, everyone was listening. 
and um, we got our points across and we moved on. Seems like it's translated into the way you guys move the ball, the way you guys are moving without the ball, all sorts of different uh, byproducts of trusting each other more. Some of it is that. Some of it is some adjustments that we made um, as, as, as coaches in terms of our approach offensively. Um, but, but I think the combination of the two have been good for us. I don't know that we've scored a ton more points, but I think we've been more efficient and we've been better defensively. Grizz head men's basketball coach Travis Takir here on Nuanas Now. His team plays at Montana State on Saturday evening in Bozeman, Montana. And coach, just how important is it to be trending up at going into the conference tournament with uh, that just a couple weeks away? You know, I, I think we felt like we could beat anyone in the conference, and, and maybe we thought we should. I think now we know. Um, in, in terms of when we get into crunch time, you know, those final eight minutes of the game, I think our guys have more confidence in terms of their ability to close out a game. Before, we were just unsure because we didn't have anyone that really had had any experience being the closer. Um, and we found a way to do that by committee. So I, I think we just are more confident right now in one another. On and Moody been playing some of his best basketball of the season and of his basketball career. He's just been red hot as of late. How much has that helped just diversify what you guys do offensively and your ability to score the ball? I, I think, once again, it's just how we play together. Um, and, and it's provided more opportunities for guys like him to catch and shoot the ball as opposed to create their own shot. And when you play better together, everyone's percentages are going to go up, along with guys like Lionel Martin. Um, and, and so I think he's just had more opportunities because of the way we play. In the half court, Bannon's so skilled. How much has that helped you guys, especially with his ability to facilitate? It's huge. The versatility, I think it takes pressure off of Brandon Whitney and allows him uh, to score more. Uh, it frees him up uh, to move without the ball and, and be effective in more areas than just handling the rock. Um, and, and, and also, Bannon, I think it's allowed him to focus on more than just score. You mentioned the fact that Montana State went big last time. They're a little bit of a unique team because they have two true centers. You guys are a little bit of a unique team, though, because you got two true stretch posts, right? So what do you think of that element of this matchup on Saturday? I hope it works into our favor. Um, you know, look, they, they lead the conference in two-point made field goals. They lead the conference in free throws attempted. It's because they're shooting so many shots near the rim. And, and so if you're going to beat them, you got to keep them away from the rim as much as possible. Uh, and, and, and hopefully our guys can do that. Uh, and then on the flip side, they, they try to minimize three-point shots. And they did a good job of that last time we played them. And we got to find ways to, to free our guys up a lot better. Rayquan Battle, a unique player in this league. So how do you go about uh, slowing down him in, in this matchup? You, you can't approach him at the rim. Once he gets to the rim, there's, there's not a lot you can do because there's not very many guys in this conference that jump high enough to, to change his shot enough to make him miss it. And so we've got to do a better job of addressing him earlier, keeping him out of the paint. The guy that's guarding him, that's defending him, has to do a better job of getting square sooner. Uh, and then the help's got to be there a little earlier too. When Moody gets rolling, he's really just playing to the crowd, and he's so fun to watch, and he seems to really enjoy that element of it as well. How much does that just add to the element of your team, and how is that different than maybe the last uh, few years, uh, the way that stars have emerged not only in your program but across the big sky? It used to be that those guys were popular and they were common because so many young men stayed in the programs they were at and the places that had tradition that drew fans got a chance to get to know those young men and cheer for them and, 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 and kind of encourage that. With so much movement, it, it's almost difficult for anyone to get used to anyone. 
Um, I don't know that Moody expected that from our fan base, and I don't know that our fan base expected that in Moody. It's been a while since they've seen one. A guy like him that plays the ball the right way, uh, emotions are used the right way, uh, more in terms of a celebration of what we are doing, more so than look at me. Uh, and, and so I think it's, it's been the perfect storm on, on both sides. He mentioned just growing up in Dickinson, North Dakota, how he actually liked Montana growing up. What do you think of this sort of full circle journey for him to, to make it back now year six and play for the Grizz? Took him long enough. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's, you know, that that's what makes his story um, so positive and, and entertaining and interesting at the same time is that he's been around. He's been a part of successful programs. Um, but his level of maturity, his experience has been important to us. When it comes to just the hierarchy of leadership, Bannon's such a natural leader, but he, he seems like he has sort of a different leadership style, too. How much of that has been a key to your guys' success, just sort of meshing and, and learning how to lead together? Well, you need more than one leader. Right. Um, and, and your followers follow different types of, of personalities, and so each guy is better for a different group of guys. Um, and, and so I think it's a, it's a healthy combination along with – you know, Mac Anderson on the sidelines or behind the scenes having conversations with guys about what this is and what it is we're going through and what to expect. Um, Brandon Whitney's very silent, but he also leads by example in some areas. So I, I think the versatility and combination of all these guys doing their job the best they can do and being examples of how to go about your day uh, is important to all of us. How, how would you describe Deshaun's personality and has that changed since he's gotten more time with the team? Sean's quiet. Um, he's a fun personality once you get to know him and you spend time and communicate with him. He's quiet. Um, he's just going to go out and talk, try to do his job and not as emotional as some of our other guys, and there's nothing wrong with him. Keys to the matchup on Saturday, but what are the keys for you guys to go into Bozeman and get a win? The best defensive team will win that night. Um, I think we both are trying to find ways to hold our opponent in the 50s that night, and Hopefully we can accomplish it without only scoring in the 50s. Travis DeKeer here on the ESPN Roundtable. Thanks to Danny Sprinkle and Coach DeKeer for taking some time. And uh, thanks to you for tuning in. Montana at Montana State, 7 p.m. from Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. The renewal of a rivalry. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how this one plays out. The ESPN Roundtable is presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They got 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers, plus a variety of happy hours. It's a great place to gather with family and friends alike. I can't think of a better spot in Missoula to watch the rivalry game. If you're not making it over to Bozeman, go check out Paradise Falls on the south side of town. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. We're going to break down this game a little bit more. Got to take a little bit of an early break here in hour number two, though. Because I got a, got a fun interview with a first-time guest. Travis Williams, first-year head coach for the Missoula Big Sky girls basketball team, joins us for our Garden City Spotlight. Plus, we got a whole bunch more wings. Right before we go to break, call us. Right after break, call us. Keep the calls coming in. 406-888-1029. You call us. We got 11 wings. The Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call right now. It's our 11th anniversary celebration 11 wings every 11 minutes every Wednesday in February, 406-888-1029. Call us right now. Wing it Wednesday anniversary style here on Nuanas Now. Travis Williams, Missoula Big Sky. Next, keep it right here. 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula.
for unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Finally got my ski gear all fixed up. I know it's almost the end of winter, at least so they say. Uh, although the groundhog did see a shadow, so it uh, means it's going to be a longer winter, uh, at least if you believe in such things. But uh, either way, got my stuff all ready to roll. I'm going to be going skiing the next couple uh, weekends before we go to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. So excited for that. But I got to figure out a way to make it down to Lost Trail here on a Monday. They got epic Mondays going on at Lost Trail, which means you're going to get half-price lift tickets every Monday. Also, you're going to get a dollar off draft beers and draft kombucha. So it's a hell of a deal. You want more details? Visit LostTrail.com. Lost Trail. Go for the snow. Keep those calls coming. We got 11 wings every 11 minutes. It's a Wing It Wednesday anniversary edition, our 11th anniversary here at ESPN Radio. So each Wednesday during the month of February, we have 11 wings every 11 minutes. So call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. The first two callers, we got 11 wings for you, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. If you don't win, go check out the Despo. They got the best wings in town located there on Russell Street right across from the YMCA. Wing Wednesday anniversary style, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Time now for our Garden City Spotlight here on ESPN Radio, where we highlight some of the best of the best from around the Garden City here in Missoula. We're joined now by Missoula Big Sky Girls basketball coach Travis Williams. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, how you doing? Tell, just tell us about how this opportunity came about, because you're a new coach there at Big Sky. So uh, how, how did it come about? Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, yeah, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You know, honestly, we I, I was out in Washington State um, teaching and coaching basketball out there, and um, we decided um, to move back to Montana to be closer to family. And so, um, we landed in Missoula and, um, I had been a head boys basketball coach out in Washington for the last seven years. And so, you know, had, had a year off in that transition time moving back. And then this opportunity came about and, you know, just talked to some people close to the program and got a a good sense of the kids in the program and, and what they were like and what their goals were. And so it seemed like a good fit and, you know, jumped at the opportunity. Well, I'm familiar with where you came from, Wenatchee, Washington. I used to work in in Central Washington, um, but there's great high school basketball all over the state of Washington. So, I mean, what did that experience uh, teach you there, uh, the years that you were coaching there in Washington? You know, I, I I learned a ton. I, I you know I got to work with some some great guys that had, that have been in the game a long time with as my assistant coaches, and so. It was a great experience to kind of, you know, get some perspectives of coaches in a different part of the the country than I'd grown up with. But it, but it was great. I mean, extremely competitive, as anybody knows, basketball in Washington. We're at the 4A level, and there's 65 teams at the 4A level. So it's really it's it's really a big accomplishment to make it to state there. And, and so, you know, just you know, being competitive, that competitiveness, and you know, having to show up every day, and and you know, facing good teams on a continual basis. There's there's never really a night off. You know, a lot of a lot of the years in our league, and so, um, you know, I I think it really helped me from the preparation standpoint. 
Travis Williams joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. He's the first-year head basketball coach for the Big Sky High School girls basketball team. And, Coach, you got some Montana roots as well, Three Forks native, and, and played your college ball at Carroll College. So, I mean, was that a goal for you and your family to get back to Montana? And if so, I mean, what about this state do you love? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and we we loved, we loved it out in, in Wenatchee. We loved being in Washington, but... My wife and I just had recently had a daughter. Um, she's three now. And so we, we thought it was, you know, a big priority to get back closer to home to where she could be raised around family. That was kind of in the back of our mind, you know, when we were out there. And, and so it just seemed like a good time to make that move coming back. And it's good to be back, you know, you know, seeing a lot of old contacts here, you know, especially in the basketball world. You know, I played with a bunch of great guys at Carroll that are, that are coaching currently now. And so it's just great to be back in this community. You know, there's really nowhere like it. Um, and, and just being a part of the part of that, you know, that community again here in Montana. You must have probably crossed paths then with Jeff Hayes when he was at Carroll. Is that timeline line up? Yeah, yeah. Jeff and I are the same age. And so we, we played two years together at Carroll and we graduated together. So you have a lot of respect for Jeff. And, you know, Kurt Paulson was another guy that was on our team. Ross Gustafson, who's, who's coached several years here, was another one of those guys. And so, like I said, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, of guys that have moved on and are coaching now and, and you know, learned a lot from, from Gary Turcott and Steve Keller. Um, Steve Keller was our assistant there under Gary. And so those two guys have been, you know, had a huge influence on my life in terms of going into coaching. Garden City Spotlight, presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. It's interesting, too, the coaching trees, right? I mean, you mentioned Coach Turcotte. He was there at Carroll forever. He's had so many guys that played for him or that coached for him that have gone on to great heights. And and sort of the news of the week around the basketball world in Montana is that Steve Keller is retiring. And I can't even remember a day in my time ever in Montana when Steve Keller wasn't coaching something, whether it was Helena High this or Carroll College that or, you know, all over the Frontier Conference. So uh, it's pretty cool the way that the, uh, the, the coaching trees have spread so I mean how much does that influence you though just I haven't connected with those guys because those guys are a couple of the all-time great coaches in the history of this state oh yeah I mean it's huge influence I mean they're they're two of the best coaches I've ever been around you know I owe a lot of you know kind of my approach to the game from a coaching standpoint to those guys Um, I feel like you know after playing under them and after coaching with them you know it it just helped me a lot in terms of viewing the game from a different perspective um, and being able to teach it, you know, specifically to kids in a way that's, you know, builds a successful program. And so, yeah, I really owe a lot to those guys. They've had a huge influence on me. Um, and, and you're right. It doesn't seem right that, you know, to have basketball in Montana without coach Keller involved with it. So, so I had to do a double take when I saw that yesterday posted, but wish him nothing but the best. He's, he, he's one of the best in the state for sure. Well, 900-something wins, uh, I think he, he needs a little break. So that's uh, awesome. Congratulations to Coach Keller. Travis Williams joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Let's talk about your squad then, uh, Missoula Big Sky Girls. you got a little upstart uh, squad with some really good, especially young players. So uh, just take us through it. Mean, what, what have you liked about what you guys have done so far this season? What do you like about the way your team is playing right now? Yeah, well, I, I think the biggest thing that I love about this group is how competitive they are. And they show up every day. They push each other. Um, they get after it in practice and they, they want to be good. They want to be coached hard and they're willing to do those things that, that successful teams do to be, to, to sustain that success. And so 
Um, I just love the process that we've had this year. You know, we've had some injuries and things like that. And so I, th- I feel like we're finally getting our core group back together and everybody's healthy enough to be on the floor and contribute. And, um, and I just think we're trending in the right direction. We're a young team. And so it, we're constantly learning things and how to handle different situations. And, you know, we've had to learn some of those you know, things on the fly and during the game and, and that's okay. I think we're learning from it and we're getting better from those situations. And um, I really do feel like we're playing our best basketball right now. Interesting situation too, a big sky because there's been several different coaching changes on the girls' side for a variety of different um, circumstances. But uh, what is sort of your thoughts on just how do you br- sort of bring sp- stability to just the, the program building aspect of Missoula Big Sky Girls basketball? Yeah, I mean, I, I any successful program, I think, to, to have to have that you know that constant from year to year it's really hard to transition from from coach to coach you know for the kids and so you know I give them a lot of credit because because our seniors right now this is their fourth coach that they've had in four years and so you know I'm just I'm just hoping that you know to provide that stability I think we've got a great core group of girls and that's where it starts with is the kids in the program and so I just want to be here to help them achieve their goals and and to give them um, some stability in that aspect so a couple of young ladies I want to ask you about. Uh, Kaden's coach was one of the best players in the state last year as only a freshman, and it seems like now uh, when she's healthy, she's one of the best players in the state again. So um, how, how do you go about sort of helping a player like that who's already so highly developed at a young age? How do you help continue to push her forward, and what do you think of her potential? The potential is extremely high for her. She, she's, she's a great player. I think my job is just to kind of help her develop some of those, you know, some of those things out that, that – play into the skill part because she's got the skill part you know she's she's got a ton of potential and I think she's just tapping into it so she is one of the best players in the state and I think she she's going to continue to get better she's hungry to get better you know she she works extremely hard and so I think my my job is just to support her and kind of help her develop you know some of those those intangible things that go along with the skill that she already has. Travis Williams was a little big sky girls basketball coach joining us here on Nuwana's Dower Garden City Spotlight. And last thing for you, Coach, I know you've already had a couple crosstown games, but now you got another one coming up with uh, against Hellgate. So uh, what do you think of this opportunity, this challenge, and uh, what are the goals between now and the postseason for Missoula Big Sky Girls Hoops? It's, an, it's another great challenge for us. You know, I, I, I don't think we played our best basketball the first time around. And so, you know, that's motivating for us. Um, you know, we want to come out and, and put on a better performance in terms of that. And, and like, I, like I said previously, I think we're playing our best basketball right now and we're trending in the right direction. And so we've been viewing the last couple of weeks as, as playoff games. That's the mentality we want to have going into these games is that it's a playoff game and, and, and bringing that intensity and that mindset when we step on the floor. And I think it's going to be another good um, measuring stick for us here to see what we still need to work on, you know, getting ready for divisionals here in a couple of weeks. So it's coming up quick, you know, and, and, and like we've, we've talked about, we're a young team. We're still learning a lot of things. And so, you know, there's no better preparation and to get in and play really good teams. And so we have another opportunity to do that. And it's going to be a great atmosphere. So we're excited about it. Travis Williams, first-year head basketball coach for the Missoula Big Sky Girls here on the Garden City Spotlight on Nuanas Now. Coach, great getting to know you a little bit, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. But thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks a lot, Coulter. I'm a fan of the show. Thank you. Very sharp new basketball coaches over there at Missoula Big Sky. We had Zach Murphy from the boys' side on a little bit earlier in the year, and uh, good to hear from Travis Williams from the Missoula Big Sky Girls basketball team. And it'd be interesting to see how they grow and and mature and uh, continue getting better because they have 
a good squad right now, above 500, uh, eight and seven. I think they're five and six in Western Double A play. Beat Sentinel pretty good last uh, a couple weeks ago, and then beat Butte. So they've won a couple in a row, and it should be a good game between Big Sky and Hellgate on uh, on Friday night. But they're led by Cadence Couture, who was one of the top an all state player as a, a freshman last year, and uh, again one of the best players in the state. And they also have. Another upstart freshman in Avery DeCoit who's been outstanding so far this year. So when you have a backcourt like that with a couple really young uh, catalysts, bodes well for the future. Appreciate Coach Williams for jumping on. Our Garden City Spotlight is presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. Missoula Electric Co-op has uh, done a lot of great things in our communities, and they're always trying to give back uh, to the uh, community, and we appreciate them for uh, their continued support of us uh, here at ESPN Radio. They also um, have a new program going on called the Bright Future Fund. The program was developed to give back to local schools that educate students throughout the cooperative service area in western Montana and Idaho. In the past, Missoula Electric Co-op provided local schools with funding for programs, events, and uh, services through the Improvements in Education program. In 2022, the cooperative announced that the program would relaunch the BFF, and uh, they're going to be giving away, they're going to allocate as much as $1,500 to area schools, and uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, they're going to end up giving thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to uh, schools around western Montana, so uh, pretty cool. Um, sixty-two thousand five hundred dollars is what the the total donation will be by the time this is all said and done. So pretty cool, Missoula Electric Co-op giving back to their communities. Some thoughts on the uh, rivalry games in Bozeman. Um, plus, what an unmitigated disaster at New Mexico State. I've never heard of anything like this. It, it's so tragic that it's almost funny, but it's not funny at all. We'll talk about it a little bit more right after this. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. One is now on ESPN Radio. Well, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Wednesday. Bunch of fun guests, bunch of fun conversations today. We took you around the Big Sky Women's Hoops in hour number one. Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Conference Insider. Uh, was in studio with me. We also heard from Brian Holsinger, the head coach of the Montana Lady Grizz. We also had our ESPN Roundtable featuring Danny Sprinkle of Montana State and Travis Takira of Montana. Their squads square off uh, in the nightcap of the doubleheader uh, of the Cat-Grizz rivalry in Bozeman on Saturday. And then we heard from Travis Williams, his debut here on ESPN Radio uh, as well. He's the first-year head fo- uh, girls basketball coach for the Missoula Big Sky Eagles. All of it can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented. 
by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. The M Store located, located in downtown Missoula, a corner of Broadway and Higgins. They are all grizz all the time at the M Store. Go get geared up before the rivalry game down there at the M Store. And uh, the MSU Bookstore located there on the uh, MSU campus. Also a great place to get geared up before uh, the rivalry showdown uh, at Brick Breeden Fieldhouse on Saturday night. I am stunned. Uh, you know, we, we, we only have 10 hours a week here on ESPN Radio. We, first and foremost, want to give you the best of the best when it comes to talking about sports here in the state of Montana. The, the athletes here, the, the teams, the coaches, that's our number one priority. Uh, we try to give uh, as fair a shake as we possibly can to high school sports as well as collegiate sports. And then we also talk about what I know a lot of you out there spend a lot of your time watching when you're not watching the Grizz or the Cats or Hellgate or Billings West or whoever it might be. We know Tony out there watch the NFL. I think a fair amount of you out there watch the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL. So we, we talk about the four major pro sports. Because we cover so much mid-major college basketball, we don't talk that much about high-major college basketball. I'm actually not sure. Uh, we actually don't really talk that much about big, uh, college basketball outside the Big Sky Conference. Just because we just don't have enough time to fit it in. But there is something truly stunning going on at New Mexico State. Never in my 35 years on the earth or my uh, 17 years as a sports journalist have I seen or heard of a Division I program mandating a self-imposed, essentially, death penalty? But that's what's happened at New Mexico State with their men's basketball team. It's unbelievable that this has happened. If you haven't been following, yesterday they fired their head coach, uh, and this comes on the heels of uh, two different parts of a scandal that then resulted in the university shutting down the program for the rest of the season. So here's the two different parts of this. First of all, you have a shooting that resulted in a death involving one of the New Mexico State players, and then you also have this hazing scandal with campus police uh, submitting a report citing that three players were being charged with false imprisonment, harassment, and counts of criminal sexual misconduct against a teammate. Either of these things are really bad, horribly bad. Together, wow, I just, I've never heard of this. And, I mean, this is, this is, a, this is a calamity. I mean, this is, this is unbelievable. So this is going down. And New Mexico State has a, a fair amount of basketball tradition, and that is uh, just being completely washed down the river. I mean, this is this is going to be really, really hard for them to bounce back from. You talk about, you know, there's all this controversy and all this uh, criticism of the NCAA transfer portal. Talk about reasons why it, it exists for the positive. This if you're a part of this program and you don't have anything to do with these incidents, you are so out. Oh, my gosh. I'm hitting the portal yesterday. Get me out of there. 
I, I just had to acknowledge it because I just have never heard of this. I don't really have any insight or commentary on it other than this is definitely one of the worst scandals that has happened in college sports. I, again, you know, everybody knows about SMU and the death penalty. That was NCAA mandated. Like They were trying to get away with it, and the NCAA came to town and, and shut them down. This is the school being like, wow, this is awful. We got to get out of here. Their chancellor today came out and made a statement saying uh, that he doesn't feel like this is a athletic department-wide issue. Rather, he thinks it's isolated to the men's basketball team. But either way, New Mexico State, uh, they got a lot uh, a lot to look at, and uh, it, it, it's definitely no good. We will have a fun Thursday appearance from our good buddy Rajim Seabrook tomorrow. So we will talk about a variety of different uh, things tomorrow. I'll probably put a bow on the Grizz hockey season. Uh, we'll also have some uh, final thoughts and reactions from the Super Bowl. Talking about some high school sports. You know, all the usual deals, but uh, looking forward to having Rajim in the studio with us tomorrow. And then we'll be on the road on Friday for the rivalry uh, weekend. So uh, we'll be coming to you from Universal Athletic Service on Friday afternoon from 4 to 6. So looking forward to that. If you are in and around Bozeman, swing by uh, Universal Athletics headquarters there on 7th Avenue. We'll be broadcasting right from the Montana Football Hall of Fame. So appreciate Montana Football Hall of Fame and the Universal Athletic Service for helping us take the show on the road. Uh, So that's kind of what we got rolling for uh, the rest of the week. These these rivalry games on Saturday in Bozeman, they they have a lot behind them. And I think it's really fun because rivalry is always going to be high intensity, uh, a lot of exposure, a lot of pressure. But... There's really rich storylines for all four of the participating teams. For Montana State's women, it'd be one last feather in the cap, one last check on the resume for what has been a great run for their senior class. Darian White, Cola Badbear, Madison Jackson. They all played early. They all played as freshmen on Montana State's Big Sky title team. They've dominated the Lady Grizz. Only one loss. That was uh, last year in Missoula. And... uh, one last sweep of the Lady Grizz that also then helped add to their uh, conference championship aspirations would certainly be big time. For the Lady Grizz, splitting it and continuing their winning ways, they won five out of six, and a win against Montana State would be their first since 2014, so they get that monkey off their back. Uh, it would help them in the conference race. Uh, they're certainly still alive in the in the hunt for the conference title. They're two games back at Montana State, but a head-to-head win would cut that margin in half. And, uh, I mean, how how amazing would that be of a turnaround after the struggles the Lady Grizz have had since Robin Selvig retired if Brian Holsinger got them into the conference, it got them a conference title in year two. That would be that'd be quite the turnaround. So um, a lot riding in the, in the women's game. In the men's game, Travis DeCure has made a habit of beating the rival, but Danny Sprinkle has won two out of three, and if he won on Saturday, that would be three out of four and the first sweep for the Bobcats of the Grizz men in forever, in more than a decade. And that's sort of the last box to check for Sprinkle. I mean, obviously, you know, back-to-back Big Sky Championships or, you know, making a run in the NCAA Tournament, 
there's still other stuff left to be accomplished, but the first sense is sort of the M.O. of Sprinkle's resume so far at Montana State. The first Big Sky title since 2002, which they won last year. The first NCAA tournament trip since 1996, which they won uh, last year. The first time beating the Grizz when they beat them in Bozeman last year. The first time winning in Missoula in 11 years, like they did uh, this last season as well. So uh, that's sort of the, one of the last things for Sprinkle to accomplish. And then um, for the Grizz men... Can they stay hot? They're the hottest team in the Big Sky right now, not Eastern, not named Eastern Washington. And, you know, this is a team that we thought was going to be pretty good in December and then thought maybe we're not good at all in January and now have been un, unbeatable in February. Can they continue those winning ways, taking a six-game winning streak, uh, taking a five-game winning streak, excuse me, into Bozeman? So a lot on the line for all four of the participants, and it should be a great weekend there in Bozeman. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here uh, on Nuanas Now. One more call for the road, 406-888-1029. we got one more set of wings for you, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call right now, 888-1029. Wing it Wednesday, anniversary style. We'll see you tomorrow. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.